1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Super Bowl champion head coach Brian Billick on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Coach, welcome back to the show.
3: How are we doing today?
2: You know, we're okay. It's it, We're kind of that point where I don't know about you, but as much as I'm happy that I'm now going to have an extra day in my weekend to like see my family and be a committed member of my family, I am I'm uh, they got a little football withdrawal going on here on Wednesday, coach.
3: Yeah, what what's that ad say after the Super Bowl, then uh uh March is just I
2: mean, there's
3: it's uh, yeah, we got March madness and all that coming on, but uh it does it seems awful abrupt. I'm I'm kind of the same way. And all of a sudden you just you have nothing. But you you got the combine in a couple of weeks, so you can look forward to that.
2: I am ready for the combine. I, I do love draft season as well. Um so the big, a few of the big things that happened in the Super Bowl were, and, and that Kyle Shanahan has now had to defend, was the decision to take the ball first in overtime. It's the first time they've had the new overtime rules in, uh, the in the Super Bowl play out that way, where both teams get a possession. I'm, I'm curious whether you agreed with Kyle's decision to take the ball first in overtime, or whether you agree with a lot of the criticism he's received this week.
3: Uh, given the old rule, I, I, I thought it was a great move, you know, uh, and they almost pulled it off. But given the new rule, I mean, it's it's so hard. There's so many things that you, you can look at and say, well, this decision, that decision, going for two, not going for two, going it on fourth down. It's always through the prism. If it worked, you're a genius. If it doesn't, uh, you're an idiot. If if it had worked and they had won the game, it was well, it was decisive and aggressive, and Kyle Shanahan was showing the confidence he had on his offense. Um, but that they lost, so now all of a sudden it's he's an idiot, and you fire the defensive coordinator. So that's unfortunate. In the life in the National Football League. I, I I do question it because I think when we visited last week, um, or when I was at Ready Row last week, one of the things that I had said, I mean this. It is uh, Patrick Mahomes, and if you could make a deal with the devil and going into the game and said, okay, just make it a, a tie game and I have the ball in my hand to finish the game. That's about all you can really ask for, and, and San Francisco was good enough to, if they could make that happen uh, and actually went the length of the field. Because the last thing, you know, I, I've said it all week, if Patrick Mahomes has the ball in his hands to finish the game, then you lose. Just he's done that time and time again, and and with the decision, you kind of put him in that position.
2: Given that, and I don't. This is not me uh, re-besmirching the name of Brock Purdy. This is me more pointing out that Pat Mahomes is the better quarterback of the two, which feels obvious at this point. As as a coach, you've got a young quarterback. You've got the lesser quarterback in that situation. Is there some line of thinking? Is, is is it a valid line of thinking of, man, I don't want Mahomes to score first and then have to have our young quarterback in that position to try and match that?
3: Well, I that's, that's a tough one. I don't know because I thought Brock Purdy played well. Brock Purdy played well enough to win. I mean, at the end of the day, although the rules were such that you were going to get the, the, the snare you were just outlining, Brock Purdy took his team the length of the field. Uh, it wasn't his fault that the, the, uh, the penalty, the holding penalty pulled them back out and was limited to a field goal. Um, he delivered and, and to his credit. Uh, and, and I think he's, he's emerging as one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Is he Patrick Mahomes? No, th- there's not a lot of folks living on that. cul-de-sac. Okay. Patrick Mahomes is kind of out there on his own. Uh, and yes, that mentality of the last thing I want to do is give Patrick Mahomes the ball could that be in the back of Kyle Shanahan's mind and that I don't want to kind of put that pressure on, on me or on Brock Purdy to have to now match Mahomes doing what he's doing. Um, that that's, that's not altogether out of the realm of possibility.
2: Brian Billick on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Now there is a perceptional issue on Kyle Shanahan that he can't win the big game. He was, Atlanta's uh, offensive coordinator when they uh they they kind of whether it's a collapse or a comeback for New England um they were on the losing end there and now the last two Super Bowls as a head coach he's lost do you think that that perception of can't win the big game do you think that's a fair perception we put on coaches
3: uh, no, but it's going to be there, and he's going to live with it until he wins it. Remember Tom Landry for years; it was the same thing. Brilliant, but he can't win the big game until you do. Uh, and 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 the hard thing about that is that you carry that along, you carry that around because you certainly don't have a voice in terms of people wanting to talk about it. Um, it doesn't matter what you do; you can go you can go seventeen and zero during the regular season. And then you can make a, a phenomenal run through the playoffs. And 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 that's still not gonna quiet it. There's still gonna be that comment until you win the big game. So that the hard part about that is it's not okay, is he a good coach or uh can he is he a winning coach or can he do this or do that? You can answer those long this one you, you can't answer till the last game of the year.
2: Coach, uh obviously next year, Kansas City's gonna try to become the first NFL team to ever win three straight Super Bowls. The great Vince Lombardi won the final NFL title and then won the first two Super Bowls, but we've never seen a team win three straight Super Bowls. So I am curious, as a man who, coming off that championship in Baltimore, you you felt that pressure to repeat. I'm curious, like, what, what are the challenges of trying to win back-to-back, let alone three straight?
3: Just that, and I always have told people, you know, when we won and then it was okay, can you win back-to-back? My answer was always, you know what, it's hard to just win one. It's hard to imagine even winning two, not that you can't and it can't happen because it has happened, but now three in a row, all the things that have to come into alignment, and, and that's the challenge right now because that's all this team is going to, just like I talked about before the challenge with, with uh, Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers the challenge with kansas city now is okay this this is a losing season you have failed if you don't go and win this third one doesn't matter what you do during the regular season really doesn't matter what you do during the playoffs other than winning into and that and that can't be answered and that will not stop to be talking about until you're either eliminated eliminated from the playoffs either in the playoffs or you don't make it during the regular season. So whether they want to or not, and I can just hear Andy Reid now, and Andy's going to be, hey, guys, we're all about this season. We're, you know, you're Belichickian. I'm all about the next game. We're not thinking about that. That's going, to be, that's going to be the aura around them, and they're going to have to carry that. And they're good, going to be an outstanding team, and, and, and they can do it in terms of carrying that around. But, yeah, that's going to be the mantra, and that's going to be that pressure that is there the entire season, off season, and season next year.
2: Brian Billick of the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So we have had uh, one reporter say that they had a, a, a significant player in the NFL talk about the desire to play in in Jim Schwartz's defense and how much they'd love that. We've had uh, Joe Flacco go on a national podcast recently and talk about how you know people don't understand how great you know the Cleveland organization is now and how things have changed and how. You know, it, it, was, it was a joy, professionalism t- from top to bottom. You know, you were at the forefront of the perceptional change in Baltimore where they were a new franchise. You came in, what is it, four years into the Ravens. Two years into that, you win a Super Bowl. And you guys were pretty consistently in the mix every single year. And that, where we kind of looked at it, is that's where guys wanted to go at the end of their career to try and chase a ring and extend their careers. How long did that take? Like, how long does it take to change how people think about you in the NFL?
3: Well, it, it's just a matter of first you got to make that seminal, seminal step in winning a Super Bowl, and then you've got to sustain that level for a while. Uh, what that while is, I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's strong testimony uh, coming from from uh, uh, Joe Flacco, who was a part of that organization for what close to ten years, for him to make that analogy. So, and that's a, that's a guy not just saying it from the outside who's lived in both. So. That, that's pretty strong testimony coming from Joe, if he looks at the, the Browns that that way. Uh, and, and they're in a, or in a division now that uh, may be the toughest because you look at the quarterbacks when you got to go through the reigning MVP. Uh, you got to go through Joe Burrow. Um, and and uh, I, I've said many, many times, I like Deshaun Watson. I like the way he plays. Uh, I think hopefully now with the past two years kind of behind you, and all the noise that when he got there, and then obviously the injury last year, if you can begin with that, uh, Jim Schwartz does a phenomenal job with that defense. Um, That bodes well for Cleveland, and if they can win a championship, uh, yeah, that takes you a long way from establishing, yes, okay, we we are an organization that can do that. We've done that, and then you've got to just continue to sustain it, as you move along, but yeah, it's, they're, they're on the right trajectory to kind of gain that. They just now have to kind of put it together in its totality and uh, win the Super Bowl.
2: The Browns are going to be aggressive again, this off season. That's kind of the Andrew Barry's uh, modus operanda. And you look at this and they probably have one or two big moves in them this off season, given the cap and all the other stuff. So I'm curious it, it in your line of thinking where the Browns are, should they be going to this offseason thinking, we got to make a splash move to help Deshaun on the offensive side of the ball, or we got to make a splash move on the defensive side of the ball to help bolster that and keep that number one?
3: Uh, both, either or. First off, you, you not they're, they're too good a team to think that they're just that one player away. They're, they're not. When you, think, when you start acting like that, you're usually not. And usually it's the quarterback and that type of thing that you hear people talking about, that that's the challenge for them. Um, you're always trying to add talent, and, and you want it on both sides. I don't think there's any singular position where, boy, if, if the Browns get this, they're going to be a Super Bowl champion because uh, they're pretty darn good, and they've got good talent. So anywhere you can add it, you can make a case for, obviously, helping with receiving core, uh, uh, obviously, a, a maybe an a additional uh, – what, what a huge difference the top pass rusher would make to go with Miles Garrett. That's one of those subtleties. For years, we were trying to – uh, at the end, when, the, uh, when we had Terrell Suggs, it was constantly, can we get that other guy? It doesn't have to be a future Hall of Famer, but can we, because that really tests the offensive protection and brings the offensive coordinator of your opponent into a dilemma of how do I handle both of these sides of pressure? So yeah, add a shutdown corner on the back end. So you could make a case in virtually every position that, boy, this would really make a difference if we could have this guy so that's a good place to be in when you look up at the board and as opposed to uh, boy if we don't get x we're not going to be very good that's a bad place to be
2: coach what's the latest on your friends from signal relief amazing product you know the advances in in, in
3: medical technology are, have been incredible like everything and signal relief is the next advent in just that it's an amazing product standalone patch it's not an icy patch it's not a unit, You don't know goop or anything. Uh, you have uh, the, the way you apply it. You put it where you need it. That's the thing I love about it, that this deals with the electrical signals in your body, blocks the pain signals that allows you to do the other things to move the muscles and the joints. Motion is medicine. And this allows you to apply that medicine of motion to where it is you're hurting. I just got off 18 holes of golf, the golf course walking it, my lower back, and it, it removes that pain. Allows you to do the other thing, to work the muscles and the joint. Go to signalrelief.com. Check out the technology of it. It's really quite spectacular. Put in promo code COACH and you get 20% off your first purchase.
2: Coach, great stuff as always. Appreciate you. Enjoy the offseason, even though it's bittersweet. Sounds good. Brian Billick there on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline.